0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Good
1: morning,
2: good afternoon, good evening. It is February 20th, 21st, Tuesday morning, Jerusalem time. And this is the USA Watch. And we have with us our First Nations leader, Mary Faust, and the coordinator for the director, actually, for the USA Watch, Kim Ulmer. So I am joyfully going to turn this over to you guys who are doing a fantastic job in mobilizing and sustaining the watch. So hats off to you guys. Mary, it's all yours. (laughs) Oh, it is. <laughs> I thought you were, <laughs> were going to say something. I'm so just, I just, welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you. But now, Miss Mary's leading this watch today. So let her. Have it. Thank you so much. Let me
3: just adjust my volume here. I just realized I turned it really low. Welcome to the call, everyone. I am so excited to share about the USA Watch. The Native Watch we call it the Native Watch across Turtle Island. We'll talk more about the beginnings of that in just a few in just a few minutes I sent we're going to start off with worship, but before we do that, Lavonne, would you open us up in prayer?
4: What a privilege it is for all of us to be together tonight and Father, we thank you that your glory is manifest all over the earth as the waters cover the sea. We stand in that agreement, and we stand together in unity on this watch tonight, and we're thankful that we're all here together. Lord, we ask you to permeate the voices, that with our voice, we would be heard and built up in the most heavenly places in Christ Jesus tonight. Be a new day for each one of us to come together like this and appreciate the Native Watch, father I thank you for each one coming in that each one are blessed we are blessed to be here one with another and we give you thanks and praise for this time together in Yeshua's name amen go ahead Sue
2: okay we're
4: going to open we're going
3: to open with worship this is worship that was filmed on site in Jerusalem Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for the sound of nations. The sound, the song of the Lamb exalted out of every tribe, every language, and every nation. So back in 2015, 2016, it was September 2016, it was actually Kim Ulmer, who is the director of the USA Watch, along with sue rao and a team of intercessors that came to pennsylvania in september of 2016 and somebody called me from locally and said there's a group of intercessors coming from california would i be available to meet with them and i said no because i was in the height of preparing a huge gathering we were preparing for in 2016 that year in october with all tribes dc and we were preparing to go into washington dc to pray and so I said, no, I said, I can't. The father always has the last word, right? And so I ended up meeting with them and it was at that meeting that I met Dr. Sue Rao and they were doing a prayer initiative with their Moravian family bloodline and the first people of Turtle Island. And so there's a whole history behind that. And so she had come here specifically um, prayer assignments and through that meeting we learned to know one another and she invited me to start to be to participate on the USA watch which had already been going over a year I believe at that point point. and so I said let me get back with you after I'm done with this huge gathering I'm in the height of preparations in Washington DC I'll get back with you So sure enough, a week after our gathering in Washington, DC, in 2016, October, 2016, I I returned my phone call as promised to Dr. Sue Rao. And as we were talking on the phone, this huge truck drove by and it had the the stopwatch on the side of the truck and it said, it's time. And there were other words that I don't remember exactly what the words were, but it was such a prophetic sign that, okay, we're going to do this together. And for second, 2016, on a Wednesday morning from five to six, in every time zone, we kicked off what we call the USA, the native watch on the USA watch, watch line. And so it's been every Wednesday morning since 2016, that we pray for Native America And what we call the native watch across Turtle Island, which includes Canada in every time zone from 5 to 6 p.m. I want to read from Job, which was very key at the time as we began our watch. And one of the scriptures that the Rouse and the USA watch hung on to at that time, it says, Job 38, 12 and 13. It says, have you commanded the morning since your days began? And cause the dawn to know its place, so that light may get hold of the corners of the earth and shake the wickedness of night out of it. And as we began this watch at that time of the morning, as we know, it's the fourth watch of the night. It is the last hour of the fourth watch, and there was an excitement in my heart in that at that season, because it was a time where we were laying a hold of a prophetic word that was given by Dr. Billy Graham. And Dr. Billy Graham in 1975 told a group of native people in the Southwest portion of the United States. And he said to them, he said, you are a sleeping giant, the original American. You are now awakening. And just around the corner, you may become a spiritual superpower in this country that could change not only America, but the world. Now this, he was speaking to leaders and pastors in New Mexico when he said this declaration. And so as at that time, from the end of 2014 and All throughout 2015 we gathered in various portions of the nation as native leaders and calling our tribes together to a time of prayer and what would then establish All Tribes DC in 2016. We first released what you now are familiar if you go to AllTribesDC.org and there's different tabs on that website, you will see the prayer that Papa Willie Jock wrote called The Power to Forgive. And that was the prayer we released on the Washington National Mall in Washington, D.C. and why Washington is the government gate of our nation right here across America. And so as the government gateway of this land where all the legislation and decisions are made regarding our people, it, everything is there, has, is made there, the government, The governments are made there, the treaties. And so we met there. And so at that time, the biggest word that we were running with was the awakening giant. And so when Dr. Rao asked me if I would participate in doing this watch on the USA watch I said yes, and I was very excited because I thought, what a great opportunity to pray for the awakening giant at the awakening hour, at the transition hour. So we kicked off our first watch November 2nd in 2016, and we started off on that watch with reading from Isaiah 60, verse 1, 2, and 3. Every Wednesday morning we pre- there's four time zones across the nation at that time we only did the eastern and the central time because we did not have build the ramparts for the other watches at that point in time, but we began with this prophetic word in scripture. From Isaiah 61 to 3 in the Amplified Version, I want to read this and keep this in mind because when we go into prayer, we can make these scriptures as our declarations. It says, Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you, O Jerusalem, and we used to say, O Native America, and his glory shall be seen on you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. And we would begin every watch at five in the morning with that declaration in every time zone, And we would begin to pray and prophesy and worship together over the tribes within each time zone. And the time zones, as I said, are divided in four different regions across America and of course, Canada. And so I, so we did that for, I believe we did that maybe for two years, if not just a little under two years, we would start every watch with that declaration And we would name out the different tribes out at each time zone, calling them forth into a place of awakening. And so that's a brief history of our USA Native Watch. Now we have the mountain time zone and the Pacific time zone that are now part of this. And we continue to pray for that, for the awakening that has come. We are no longer asleep, we prophesy it, we declare it. I believe the giant has awakened. Now we have to move forward even as we took our stand in, in, on the National Mall in Washington DC to, to declare forgiveness over the government. And there was three things that we named in that power to forgive prayer. It's the government, the education system and the religious system because these three totally were entwined in annihilating and and, um, silencing the host people of this land through the use of education. And the church that came along, the church is an organization that came along to sanction the mandate to kill the Indian and to save the man. And so as we stood there, If you read that prayer on alltribesdc.org website, you will see it there. It names this the premise. And yet we have to move forward from a place of forgiveness, which is what unlocks us into being freed from the rancor of bitterness and the things that keep us bound to past traumas and atrocities. And so that's one thing I wanted to share with you. And another thing I wanted to share is that through that time, I believe we have prayed very much from that place of forgiveness that unlocks us into our destinies, but also how do we move forward? How do we can continue to release the power of forgiveness because these issues are ongoing across our lands and through the tribes? We have coming up in in April 5, 6, and 7, another gathering that is an extension of All Tribes DC through Dr. Nigel Bigpond calling the tribes across Turtle Island to come together. And these ones are specific to the American tribes, the ones within the United States of America. There's 574 federally recognized tribes that does, not, that does not include those who are still in our midst. There are many other tribes who are not federally recognized. And so it does not exclude them, but there are 574 that have already been recognized by the United States government. And there are parameters and requirements to be recognized as a tribe in the United States and so those who are not yet are in in no man's land I want that's my terminology I don't know if that's the correct political term but they're because as an American citizen they're not really regarded as American citizens because they're natives even though they are American citizens but that they fall between the cracks as it were between the government and the federal recognition of native tribes and so <clears throat> These ones are basically left hanging and knowing how to receive help and how to get the political aid that they would need, financial aid that they would need in their within their tribe. So we, there is going to be a gathering, <clears throat> a gathering in 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 Corinth, Texas, and it was born out of a prophetic word that was given by Prophet Chuck Pierce that there would be a gathering of this of nations, the 574 tribes, to come together and pray together with one voice. And so <clears throat> Dr. Nigel Bigpond, who is the president of All Tribes DC, is, has made these plans and working to gather the tribes in Corinth, Texas. So that's another one that's during Passover. We believe it is a strategic time gate that we will be entering into as the host people of this land to stand together and to worship and pray as one. And so that's a little bit of news from all tribes from the from Turtle Island. Another thing that is very important that is happening even currently is the translation of the Bible into the First Nations version. If you look at the First Nations version, there's a website, I think, Sue, I gave you that. Yeah, right here. It's an indigenous translation of the New Testament. And it is, it had been spearheaded by Terry Wildman, who is Ojibwe and Yaqui nations. And so What one of the things that I mentioned with the power to forgive prayer, we mentioned in there about forgiving the education system, the government, and the church. One of the key things that took place during that time frame of the residential school era is to silence our languages and to take our language away. So, those of us who still speak our language, we are blessed. And I myself, um, I still speak my language, I'm fluent in my language, and I still understand and speak it. I do not write it or read it, but I do speak it. And so one of the things that has happened is that as our elders pass on and our knowledge keepers and wisdom carriers have passed on, there is nobody that is carrying on the the piece of the language to, to teach the younger generation. And so even if there is a reclamation of our languages in our original mother tongues, many of our young ones do not know how to read the language in its original, their original format. In my case, I do not, I cannot read it. I know the syllabarium is what we call the alphabet of my people. I know it and I know what they sound like, but to conjugate them into sentences and words, I cannot do that. And so when, as a little kindergartner, I was, I learned English and from then on, it was English speak, speaking is what I learned. And so not learning to read and write my own language has become really a travesty to our people because there is no one really carrying on the practice in the tradition. There are those that are still able to read and write that are carrying on the tradition but that's a small margin of people that can carry this on. Terry Wildman, who is the, who is the, my, yeah, okay. The First Nations language, the one that website that Sue put up is, he said, even if our languages, even if the Bible was written in our languages, there would not be many who could read it. So rather than put the resources into producing bibles in the original languages he said how about we bring a translation that brings it into the context of our people so he gathered elders and leaders and language carriers that understood the traditions of our people and he gathered them together and they began to work together I think in this first, it's the New Testament that's been translated. I believe there was 12 First Nations individuals with tribal heritages from diverse geographical regions that gathered together. And the reason why that's important is that the diverse geographical regions also differ in traditions and practices and even would, how we would understand the different traditions. And so while we're all the same, yet we're very unique and very diverse in our practices, based on geography, yes, based on even the seasons that we live in. And so they can't, they gather these elders to come together and to discuss biblical terms and how they would be translated into, so this New Testament is written in English, but yet it is put together in the context that will be understood by the tribes. It's very very tribal in the language. And so as they began to translate this, they pulled from the different languages across the different geographical regions to put together and worked with Wycliffe the Wycliffe Bible translators, and they are also working with Ivy League Press as they have done this. So let me just read to you one scripture that is just brings it into the context of our people. Now, the Old Testament is not translated, but they translated this one scripture, one of my favorite scriptures from Jeremiah 31. And so each person in the bible is given a native a tribal name jeremiah's name is lifted by creator behold the time will come when i will make a new peace treaty with the northern tribes of wrestles with creator that's israel and the southern tribes of give him honor judah This peace treaty will be different from the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and walked them out of black land, that's Egypt. They did not honor that peace treaty so I had to turn away from them. But here is the new peace treaty I will make with them. I will plant my laws in their minds and carve them into their hearts. I will be their great spirit and they will be my people my sacred family, Jeremiah 31, 31 to 33. That's just a sample of what you would read in this translation. Obviously a translation of this magnitude requires a lot of finances. It requires a lot of knowledge keepers, what we call our sacred knowledge keepers in our tribal way of understanding things. And so they have just now, since its first printing, I believe it has gone to many different nations that are indi- that have indigenous peoples. We had received a report from Brazil where they were using it among some of their tribes in Brazil because finally they said, we have a Bible that we can understand. And so we have been praying for this First Nations version of the Bible to make, <clears throat> to make headway into tribal lands in every indigenous people group across the nations and, and especially across Turtle Island. And so we have tribes in our own nation right here within America and Canada that might have Bibles in their midst, but yet don't really have a context for it. And so we pray that this word runs swiftly through every tribal land, that this word would make its mark in the heart of many individuals. Since August, 2022, there is a new project that was launched mid-August where they are translating the Psalms and the Proverbs. And they were projecting a two-year project at that time. And because of how important the psalms and the proverbs and the whole bible really is but this time they have a woman that is very knowledgeable in the hebrew language and the hebrew customs and traditions because we understand as native people that we must bring things in the context of the jewish tribes and peoples and so I want us to invite us from the scriptures that I shared with you. The the fourth watch of the night is so very important. And in that transition hour, as we pray for awakening across the tribes, many of our tribes across Turtle Island and right now in America alone we have 574 that are federally recognized that have made treaty with the United States and many of those treaties have been broken and so we pray for all the others who are not yet recognized but still exist that we are praying for an awakening We are praying for the tribes to come together, to come forward, even to bring their prophetic words that they've long carried before our immigrant brothers landed on our shores. There were many prophecies that foretold the story that there would be the fullness of the message that would come, that would bring the message of Yeshua, what we now know as Yeshua. And so we continue to pray that our people would come into the fullness of the gospel, the message, the good the good way, the right path, the good path. And so we want to pray for that from Job, the darkness that is being shaken out, to, to be shaken out of and that awakening moment that nothing that is coming through during that awakening time would be lost or stolen. And then, of course, arise, shine from your light, that your light has come. And so we want to go into prayer. If anybody has any comments from the Native Watch, if you have anything you want to add, please do so now. I think there's someone here. LeVon has been one of our inner watchmen from the start. LeVon lives in Cherokee Nation. Do you have
4: anything you want to add? I just wanted to say that I appreciate so much the opportunity to pray for the issues that continuously come up during the time that we are together. Many things have come up and we have seen, like the Carlisle School, we had opportunity to pray into those very sensitive Native issues and treating them with honor and respect. And it was really, it's eye-opening to me to be on the watch where I'm learning and I'm growing and we're kept up to date on what's happening governmentally or in the realm of other places in our society where we would not know if someone weren't available to tell us. And so that uh, the Native Watch has been very instrumental in moving us forward in understanding. So thank
5: you. Amen. Go ahead. Somebody. Somebody has their hand up. Yeah, as you were sharing it, something you were talking about being the, wait a second, to be the giant arising. Somehow I feel like this whole, you've been going through a long process of forgiving, learning to forgive, talking about forgiveness. And somehow I see this giant at the moment, all the things that have been happening in the States has really hit many hearts of many people. And somehow I think your path which you've been taken will be a will be this kind of a giant help for the nation of the states or maybe the nations as well of walking this path of forgiveness. It's gonna be necessary for us to walk as a health as healthy nations if we can walk in forgiveness over what all's happened. Just wanted to say that. Thank you.
3: Man, Ruth, why don't you pray into that?
5: Go ahead. Okay. Lord, I just praise you and thank you for the First Nations people who have acknowledged and seen the need to forgive in the midst of all the pressure that's been placed on them over these many years. And Lord, they've taken the first step despite nobody saying, oh, I'm so sorry. And Lord, I just pray that you would glorify these steps that they've taken with you. And Lord, that it would really become a, I have the German word in my head, an example or a help to draw the nation as a whole into this place of forgiving and new life. Lord, we call your new life out into the nations which have been attacked and oppressed from governmental leaders and peoples, Lord, we call out your healing into the nation and ask that you would lead the First Nation peoples as they help us learn how to do exactly what they have been working on. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
4: Amen.
3: Amen. Lena has been leading some of our Pacific watches. I don't know
6: if you want to have anything to say, Lena. Actually, Linda Smith leads the Pacific Watch. But we actually, I can share that we have Carol. His last name escapes me now. She has, she and Linda and a group of intercessors, I guess, went to Crescent City. And this is more than a year ago, right? When, when groups went to, so do you know the story? The time that different groups all over the United States but anyway, she, they connected with the Crescent City Tribe, the Loa, I think it is. And recently, Carol bought a bunch of those translated Bibles to send the, he's a pastor type. Right now, he's not necessarily pastoring, but there is an individual that has been like in a pastoral role in that tribe. And anyway, we sh- we gave some of the Bibles to him. And now we're praying on how it will be distributed, who it will go to, and that it will really speak to their hearts and those who receive it. If you want, Mary, I can pray into that. But yeah, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for every individual today who has somehow received this currently already translated Bible. I think it's all the Gospels. Is that what it is, Mary? The New Testament, yes. the whole, New, the whole Testament. New Testament, okay, okay. Yeah, we thank you, Father. We thank you for making provision, for making this translation available. Father, we do read from it sometimes during the Pacific Watch, and it does speak to the heart of this tribal kind of people, the Native Americans, Father, that it speaks to their heart. We thank you for the translation, Father. We pray that every person who's receiving one Lord, that they would they would actually read it, that they would actually consider the content. And Father, that they understand that you are God, you are the creator, you are the one, Jesus, you are the Messiah of all the people, you are the savior and redeemer of all. Um, Lord, that you know every tribe, you know every person by name, and you recognize every single tribe, Lord. Father, that, that it would be, that they would read the word and it would be a healing to their soul, a healing for their hearts, Father. Lord, we ask for believers, Lord, on these reservations, Father, we we bless these believers to, to know how to communicate their faith, to know how to invite others into this, this adventure with you, into this fellowship with the true spirit of God, the creator, father. Lord, we ask that even the opposite of what we've done in the past, that that these believers would like be purged from religiosity or the way of the Western mentality, I I don't know how they came to faith, but that they would be, Father, that they would be able to enter into a walk with you that is according to their own traditions and their own heart expression, their own personality that is within their own culture and not like the white man's that they would worship according to their hearts their own heart style and personality father that they would be able to communicate communicate a faith that is not a religion of the white man but that would be able to communicate fellowship with you holy spirit and the reality the spiritual reality of that comes from you, just the spiritual realities that are beyond the natural, that are in the supernatural, that there would be that experience together that they can share who you are, Father, to their to the tribe, to their own tribes, Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask for your anointing on them and that grace would be provided for them to share their faith. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lena. Thank you for
3: your time and prayer leading for First Nations.
6: Molly,
2: go ahead.
0: Thank you, Mary. When you were talking, I felt it was like a lamentation when you lose the power of not being able to communicate with your maker in the way that you would like to, of the language that has been given to you. And I could relate with that because my own children have said the same thing that you have not taught us, us our language and it's like something is missing. But I want to give the hope that our Lord God gives us that the worship that is happening in the throne room with the scroll and the lamb in Revelations 5 says, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each one having a harp and golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests unto our God, and we shall reign on the earth. This is the song of the tribes and the tongues of the people of God. The redeemed of the Lord are singing. So it is a prophetic decree and a declaration that what which was lost is now going to be restored because the lamb has redeemed us by his blood through the blood communion, through the communion, the Lord is bringing back a restoration of languages, a restoration of the revelation of the lamb of God, a restoration of the understanding that has been lost. Father, the power to communicate, even the revelation of Yeshua in different tribes and tongues of his manifestations and his glory so holy spirit we just want to declare and decree that by your blood as you're revealing now on the earth by your spirit let the native languages of turtle island and the tribes be restored like never before like Joel 2:25 says, "I will restore to you the years that the locust, the woodworm, and the cankerworm have eaten." So, Father, before you pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, Lord, even to all the tribes and tongues, and I include, Lord, of the indigenous languages of Australia, Lord, the native languages here, Lord God, even they only have one Bible in the whole languages. And many translations need to be done. And there is a crying from these mothers, from the mothers and fathers, God, who want to preserve these things because you are a restorer of all things and the blood has redeemed. We thank you for the new song that's continuing in the heavenly, that is continuing in the throne room, in the languages of the tribes. And so Father, we ask for the restoration on the earth and we speak it now and prophesy that in Yeshua's
1: mighty name. Amen. Amen. I was blessed to get to be with that group at Crescent City a year ago with the Talawa Indians. And Pastor Dan is the one that I'm sure Carol took the Bibles to. I haven't been able to pray with Pacific Watch for a few months because God has me doing other things. But but I did want to give you a just a really beautiful report I don't know if any of you are familiar with Genevieve, Dawn, Skidmore. And she feels God gave her a vision a year or so ago to start kingdom councils at all of the tribes. And so one of her first tribes is Warm Springs here in Oregon. And God really moved a few months ago when we were all there. And she came to that tribe and did a little three-day kind of crusade. And the kingdom council was born out of that And this last night at the Kingdom Council at Warm Springs, Val Fuava, who was in charge of that, when she started to pray, she said, let's listen to the Lord before we start to pray. Let's all just be quiet and listen to what God's going to say. And by the time she could start to pray, the Holy Spirit fell. And their whole meeting was just covered in the Holy Spirit and people spoke and they said it was just it was such a great beautiful move of God of making them one and moving forward in acknowledging the counsel of the Lord in the Warm Springs tribe and I just wanted to give that good report that the Holy Spirit is moving at Warm Springs in Oregon and they will be all of that count a lot of several of that council will be at the All Nations in Corinth I'll get to be with them too thank God and but but Genevieve is excited about that new testament too. So,
3: amen. Why don't you yeah. pray into that, Lori? Okay, okay, and, yeah, pray for the other tribes to come into that place of encounter. Yeah.
1: She's been going to I know she's gone to South Dakota and Arizona and New Mexico. She's speaking at a lot of tribes and bringing that message. Father God, we just we thank you for the vision of beginning. <clears throat> kingdom councils in every tribe and Lord to to raise up that all of these things that Mary has spoken tonight of forgiveness in those three areas and reconciliation to go ahead and move forward in their identity, not only as First Nations, but in the family of God, Lord. And we thank you for what you are doing in all of the tribes, Lord, that the prophecies from Billy Graham and all the others are coming to pass, even this day, even as we're seeing revival poured out at Asbury University in the United States and Kentucky, Lord, that we just Lord, we declare it will spill over into all of the First Nations, a great and mighty move of God. And we thank you for this New Testament, Lord, that speaks their language of how they see and how they communicate. And Lord, we thank you that you have gifted Genevieve in communicating in that way. When she teaches the gospel, she teaches it in words that that her people understand that they relate to, and we just ask continued anointing on all the things that Genevieve is doing, Lord, and all these councils that will be raised up in every tribe to bring the glory of God into the tribes to see restoration and salvation. And we thank you that this is the day, Father, that you are moving in the First Nations. We give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus'
5: name. Amen,
3: thank you, Lori. I think Francine is on the watch. Francine is another one of our faithful watchmen from, she's Kiowa Apache from the Central Time Zone. I just want to ask her to pray or share something that she would say has impacted her on this Native watch, because many of these people that are praying, that are on the watch, have prayed many years for our people. And I know Francine has faithfully been praying for years. Francine, if you're on the call. Go ahead.
2: Yes. Thank you, Mary. I'm in Missouri right now, but I'm full blood Kiowa Apache and Mary invited me to come on the watch and I knew I was supposed to be on it. And so, yes, it's I'm really after many years of prayer. I know many of us have been praying, but I feel like now things are really starting to happen with our people, our tribes, and recently we have, probably last several months ago, we've got some out in the property that we live on. We've had some fresh water springs come forth. And one of the things I felt like the Lord said to me was that he was opening up the ancient wells. Those things that have been covered. Because these wells, and we've had wells that have been covered but they're being uncovered now. And we've got some fresh water coming forth. And so I believe that this time of great revival and outpouring, our people are coming forth. We've heard the prophecies. We've had ancient prophecies that are starting to come forth. We thought about Bob Jones that talked about the apostolic chiefs. That has to do with the First Nations. And we're going to have to come forth. And that's what God has been doing. And we're, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. And I'm so thankful that God is merciful. Talks about in, in, in Lamentations, you know, it says that through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. And we don't just think about ourselves. We think about our children, our young ones, our young men and women that struggle. And now, I believe, is the time. They're arising. As Mary talked about Isaiah 60, it is time. We are rising, and we are shining and we are going to go forth because God said this was going to happen. And Lord, I just say, aho, aho, E. We thank you that you're good and that your mercies fail not, that you've been merciful to our people. And Lord, as we stand today, we believe for a great outpouring of your spirit upon all flesh that our sons and our daughters shall prophesy every tribe every tongue every nation of people you are the God of God Elroy who sees all things you've already seen what's been happening but now is the time we thank you Lord for your goodness and for your great love for your people We worship you today. We honor you. We thank you for Mary and all of those that are standing and arising. Father, God, we are so grateful in the name of Yeshua. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you so much, Francine. I'm telling you, we've had some amazing times of prayer on our watches over the years since 2016. We have seen there's, there's prophetic words that we have not just stumbled into. I don't believe we just stumble, ever stumble into things. But I believe in our constant pressing in to see shift, a shift happen and also healing come. We see it on many different levels. One of the things that we've been praying into is that we've been talking about the power of forgiveness and that's ongoing because the issues with our people is ongoing. There's real-time, real-life issues that continue, and and Native America must be brought forward into the, the current day. Native America is not just about the historical traumas and the historical things that have transpired, but we are still here. And so our voice and our Uh, our time and our prayers continue. I want to read to you a scripture, I'm sorry, a prophetic word from one of our watchmen on the East Coast. And she said this at the end of the year in, in 2022. She had this prophetic encounter and she submitted it to, and we've been praying into this across the USA Watch, not just the Native Focus group, which is Wednesday mornings, but across all the other days there are many other watches throughout the week in america so she said this she said i do the lord says this i desire a dwelling together movement not just a forgiveness movement the kingdom of heaven is an experience of dwelling together eternally on earth as it is in heaven William Penn was a man who pursued the dwelling together as it is in the kingdom of heaven. It requires the fruit of the spirit of God and that is where my glory comes in. And she said, a dwelling together movement, it is time to pick up the torch of William Penn for Yeshua. Now, William Penn is British. He was a son of an admiral. And if you know your history, those of you from the UK nations would possibly know who he was. He became a Quaker, he was imprisoned for his faith and being being removed from that prison he came to what we call now America and the attractive land was given to his father as repayment from the king and which is now Pennsylvania where I live. (laughs) Imagine that I moved 2000 miles from my home to move to Pennsylvania. And 33 years later, I come to find out, I am now walking out what I believe the father had in mind when he brought me to Pennsylvania, not just me, but part of the picture is what I'm saying, that the host people that made covenant with William Penn, they lived in love and mutual harmony for for 70 years. William Penn, much like the Moravians, made covenant with the host people recognizing them as a people that needed needed honor and recognition even though the king of England said okay here's a piece of land that that is yours it's in my stead and instead William Penn said you know what a people live there and I need to purchase this land from them so in essence that this tract of land that is now Pennsylvania is is was land that he purchased from the Lenape, the host people of the land that I'm living in right now. And so that's what she's referring to. And he was known in the Commonwealth that is Pennsylvania, as in our Capitol building is, are his words inscribed in the Capitol dome. And it says that the nations want a precedence, that there would be the seat of a nation And he said, he talked about Pennsylvania would be the seat of a nation because the nations want a precedence. And so he walked that out by walking in relationship and covenant relationship with the host people of this land, unlike any other that came on our shores besides the Moravians. And so we, we, and that's what she's referring to when she says, we now are shifting into this dwelling together movement that William Penn carried as a torch, along with Chief Taminant. I am now in conversation with individuals to recognize Chief Taminant because the work of William Penn would not have prospered without the host people as the foundational piece for this covenant to be held and contained. And so Father, we declare over relationships, over people groups and over the host people of Turtle Island. We are standing together and especially those on the Watchmen on this watch, the Global Watch and the USA Watch, Father, that we are building a community of like-minded people with hearts yearning to see a kingdom of God and a kingdom arising on the earth, such as you prayed for in the garden, Jesus, in John 17. Father, that there would be a, un- a unity, that there would be a togetherness, a together a dwelling together movement where we stand shoulder to shoulder and father I thank you today that on these watches that there is a company of individuals and watchmen standing as one declaring your worth yes and declaring a new move of your spirit on earth as it is in heaven and father we declare this that we walk as one with mutual respect and harmony for one another to see that out of every tribe every language every nation though these ones that you purchased with your lifeblood would come into the fullness of your heart your dream your purpose and for your glory amen We pray all this in Yeshua's name. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the watch. Cassandra, would you just end us on this this watch? She leads our mountain time zone on behalf of the first people. She does have some ancestry and the host people in the, I forget what tribe it is, Cassandra. Choctaw,
7: probably Choctaw.
3: Yes. So go ahead and would you close us out for this evening?
7: Yes, Father, we thank you for this time to pray and to intercede and to stand on behalf of our First Nation brothers and sisters, and we continue to pray for more Watchmen on the wall. And we just thank you right now, Father God, that we know their purpose, the plans and the assignments that you have for each and every one of them. So we just thank you for the awakening of all of us, Lord, during this time. So we just give you praise and glory. And we thank you that we release one another from all the wrongdoings. And we just pray right now, Father God, that we will be that body, be that bride that you're coming back for. And we just give you praise and glory in Yeshua's name. And we thank Mary and Sue for this opportune time to even pray and to learn more about First Nations, Lord God, the native peoples, Lord. So we just give you praise and glory in Yeshua's name. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Um, amen our director kim ulmer i didn't know if you have any final words you want to pray.
2: just thank you everyone i just it, what keeps resonating is what we heard in hern many nations one voice we are one in the lord yeshua and so it's just a privilege to pray alongside of you all so thanks for being on today and thank you mary for leading us tonight
3: amen and you're welcome to join us there, it is a different Zoom line that we use on the USA watch. If any of you are interested, the USA watch is part of the global watch. So I think you, you would have to go through the website to to get the proper the proper zoom lines and information.
2: Yeah. 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 Sue put a little note in here. I hope you all heard the plowing of Isaiah 61 through 2 and all of this tonight. Certainly did. <laughs>
4: Yes. Amen. amen. Thank you so much. Manito That means
3: God bless you. Oh, amen. beautiful Mary. Oh, Thank, Thank you. So Thank, Thank you.
6: Long.
3: Thank you.